0: Welcome in to another episode of Mic'd Up with Marshall in Austin. That sounds weird to say. Presented by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV. From Mid-America RV experience, travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Like I said, mellow and big country with you today. Our last show of the year. Actually, it's a a little weird to say that, but um, it is. the next time you hear from us, it'll be next year. So see you guys next year.
1: Yeah, and it might be the last time I see you for the rest of the year. 'Cause you're like,
0: I'm not even God coming knows. into the office. Oh, you that's asshole. <laughs> yeah. That's really though. what I need a break from. Spending time with my daughters, that's great. I I need a big country break. No, I get
1: that. I feel like a lot of people have said that. <laughs> it's been
0: a common theme. Like people <laughs> yeah. keep telling me. It's that. really
1: just become more of like a, I think it's me.
0: Like, everyone wants <laughs> to hang out and mean It's problem? like
1: it's like a year or so And they're just like, I think I'm done I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm no, good I'll to go no, just uh,
0: This is also Tell the Truth Tuesday So we're going to have some of those to end the show yep. uh, We've had so many NFL games Two of them last night Two more tonight and, But Tell the Truth Tuesday I think that we are going to try to go out On Christmas Eve yeah. which, <laughs> So you will I see I forgot again. I said
1: yes to do that Yeah, I forgot I said yes to doing that
0: I also it's told hard. my mom
1: I would come see her on Christmas Eve.
0: Not going to happen. No, now. I was going to say you have to weigh your priorities. What is more important? Going, just to figured it out. Club six hundred nine for another night out or seeing your mom? Well, it's like I don't really want to. The whole like opening maybe you presents, should bring her.
1: Opening presents on Christmas Eve at my mom's house, which I believe is going to be an air fryer, which I'm also very excited about, is not something I'd rather do on a Friday night than hang out with my
0: pals. Yeah. Again, priorities. <laughs> yeah. I would never put my friends over my mother. Yeah. <laughs> just not. Now me. I just feel like absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell the truth Tuesday. Uh, like I said, this is going to be our last show until January third. We are going to take a little bit of a break, um, and that also means we have to look at some college football stuff too. I don't know if you have any like um, New Year's resolutions you want to share with the folks or anything like that. Again, tell the truth Tuesday. I, I like this. I don't know why I get so excited about it, but I, I think I got some good ones in the bag.
1: Well, it's like you, you know a lot of my truth, so it's like you just kind of want to call me out in a way. I feel like that's really what it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that is what it is, especially last week when I saw something in there. I was like, oh, I know that. I know I can get him on this one because I know yeah. he grocery shops at Dollar General. <laughs> 100%. That's the, the I, that thing the... about this show is that we know each other too well. <laughs> and now we get to call it out on Tell the Truth Tuesday. Well, I, we...
1: just, I just know too that like over time, we're eventually going to tell the truth on pretty much almost our whole lives through this it's show. It's going to be
0: bad. Yeah. One of these times, something's going to come out now. I'm going to be like, oh, shit. I wish people didn't know that. Or you're yep. going to do the same thing. Like the Dollar General thing, you're Like that's fine. You'll laugh that off. Something's going to be said eventually where it's like you fucking went there. Like, come on. Like, let's keep I felt that's honestly how I
1: felt last week with Dollar General. So, <laughs> knowing that it's just going to get worse from there, I'm kind of nervous. I might not come back next year. <laughs> yeah. like,
0: son of a bitch. Oh, no. I'm sick on Tuesdays every week. <laughs> yeah. How can't does make that happen? It. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a great show tonight, uh, today or tonight, whenever you're listening to it live right here in the call in app. I do want to stress that again every weekday at 10 a.m. right here in the call-in app. It's C-A-L-L-I-N. Go download that, and you can listen to the show live with us at 10 a.m. Central Time. But we did have football last night, and I'll tell you, it wasn't that exciting for me to watch. And I know that, like, it was even, like, division games with the Vikings and the Bears. My big takeaway from that game even is I like Justin Fields a lot, Watching that game last night reminded me of a lot of the, like, the questions I had about him via the draft Yeah, as a prospect. I mean, even some of his times where he is a very athletic quarterback, but he pulled the ball in to run. I think he's starting to realize, or maybe he already has, the NFL is very athletic. He's a good athlete. The NFL is very athletic. You're not gonna be able to outrun people. You're not gonna be able to run them over. It's a it's a different ballgame here at the NFL level.
1: I mean, yeah, especially when you got defensive ends that can also run, you know, a four-four or four or five at times. Right. Hey, as a quarterback, that's really fast. As a defensive end, that's also very fast. And if you're trying to get away from that, it's like holy smokes, how's this guy that weighs 30 pounds more than me just as fast? that's got to be a, a scary thing to experience and play with. I definitely know I wouldn't survive in that, so I can't imagine how he feels. But, I mean, even coming from Ohio State in the Big Ten, he was, like, one of the most athletic guys on the field, especially oh, yeah. at the quarterback position. You can run away from Big Ten defenders. In the NFL, that's a lot harder to do. And I think everything you just said right there is right, but then also looking or watching the game last night, it was Kirk Cousins. I just – I don't know how you root for that guy to be your quarterback or how you can defend him in a way. Like, he had a couple touchdown passes. The one to Justin Jefferson was nice. The uh, the other receiver that had the pretty much busted coverage got there. He makes the, the right plays at times, but it's not like consistently being the reason why the, the Vikings win or lose football games, and that's just got to be aggravating
0: almost. He's just the baseline for quarterback play. It's yeah. not going to be good. It's not going to be bad. So, I mean – it's, it's quite the conundrum they're in there. Because he's not going to win you games. He's not going to lose you games either, though. So it's just you are occupying the game with him. He's like a worse Alex Smith.
1: Like, Alex Smith at, Alex least, had Smith legs, at least had
0: legs. Where he could escape the pocket and yeah, make Alex plays. Alex Smith with the Chiefs, I would say, yeah. Yeah. Because Alex Smith with the 49ers might not be better than Kirk Cousins.
1: That's a fair point.
0: Yeah, Actually, I think I would say Kirk Cousins is better than 49ers Alex Smith.
1: Yeah, I feel like Alex Smith got screwed with the 49ers because they were never a good team. I know that's your guy. I don't want to talk too much shit on him. Yeah, you better t- talk, tell the truth Tuesday. That is. <laughs> I, I got to meet
0: Alex Smith. I almost No, cried. did you? <laughs> I've never heard that story before. Yeah, I did. You are standing in line at training camp.
1: Not even in line. in line. I was just standing along the fence. Yeah, and he was just funny. coming down. Uh-huh. Signed my jersey. Looked at my buddy and said, I got to go. So my buddy hates <laughs> Alex Smith.
0: I love it. Yeah, tell the truth Tuesday. There it is. It's a warm-up. Now tell a story you. Tuesday. To you to uh, <laughs> we had another game last night, too, with the Browns and the Raiders. And it happened super early. It is cool that we had those games. I was excited about it. Uh, tell the truth Tuesday. At, like, 4 o'clock, it's like, yeah, let's go. Awesome. We have football on. And then it was just it was a boring game. Yeah, once you realize the
1: Browns still – Stink. I mean, even with the running game, didn't feel like it was very effective, and we thought it would be because even with Baker Mayfield playing quarterback, they run the ball a lot. It really, wasn't anything different in the Raiders. I mean, that, it, the game really was just a snooze fest. And it was. It was, it was I felt, hard. I felt to like watch. both of them were very hard to watch. It was not very enjoyable at all, and I was just caught myself getting distracted. And I wasn't upset that I was distracted. I was like, "Yep, let's just kind of keep not watching this game." Yeah. So uh, I think I went tonight- about that, but. I was excited that the Raiders won the football game.
0: And I think tonight's games will be better, or at least I hope so. I sure hope so. You get a little bit of excitement. And I say tonight's games, but it's going to be really weird. These games, as I mentioned yesterday, exact same time, same channel. So, And I heard Dan Patrick talking about this a little bit this morning, and a lot of people, myself included, have been wondering why they did this they didn't want to give it's like in their contract that they can't benefit that Fox cannot benefit from this schedule change. So it has to be scheduled just like it would have been. So these would have been just Sunday afternoon games. Uh, So they can't become like a a prime time. Oh, everyone's watching this game. So they have to put them on same time, same channel. I do wish that one of them was on NFL network at four and the other was on at seven, just like last night. But uh, I'm excited to see the Seahawks and the Rams play. Not as excited about the Washington football team and the Eagles, but I'm hoping, I haven't checked the map, I'm hoping we do get that Seahawks-Rams game. The Rams have been good this year, maybe a little bit inconsistent at times. The Seahawks have been bad this year, but I do think that this can still be an exciting game.
1: Well, especially with it being a division rival, and if the Seahawks are in a way healthy at all, Offensively, they might. I mean, it's been a while since Russell Wilson's been back with the finger injury, so hopefully he can at least get some things going with that. Um, in terms of Seattle dealing with any COVID issues, is there anyone big they're not going to have this game due to COVID strictly? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, so that's kind of what I thought. And then with the Rams, I think every—I mean, everyone's pretty much back to play, right? Like OBJ cleared. Yeah, so he can play. Like a lot of
0: those guys cleared.
1: Jalen Ramsey can as well. So now it's, you're pretty much getting kind of an even slate here for these guys.
0: Yeah, for like what we expected with the uh, Browns, like, oh my gosh, give them two days. Everything will clear up. It didn't happen. <laughs> it got worse. Uh, it did with the Rams, though, <laughs> which is nice. I, I do want to see, you know, you want to see the Stars play. And so I, I think that we will. That, that will happen for us tonight, at least best of my knowledge. And uh, again, a lot of people in fantasy sports right now, very important Tuesday night matchup, too. I know you're yourself included I, I know you're in a heated battle right now.
1: Kicker for the Seahawks. Just get hurt. Not, mm-mm, excuse me, I'm not going to be that guy. Just don't All be right, very good tonight. On, don't be good tonight. Miss some kicks. Rams defense, don't let them, don't let even get them close. Don't let them score. I don't want no 50-plus yard field goals, game-winning field goals, none of that.
0: Your double negative right there is going to be the karma
1: for you. It 100% is, because I already told myself, just don't even talk about it. Don't even bring it up. Here we
0: are. (laughs) I think you even told me that. I did. But my brain went there. I'm excited to see Russell Wilson again, though, against the Rams. I know they're bad, like I said, but I do think it can be a good game. It's got to be better than what we had last night watching those games. Uh, But also, how about our Kansas City Chiefs? They made some news of their own yesterday and I saw that like Travis Kelsey was announced that he's going to make his like seventh pro bowl or whatever six in yeah. a row and I was like okay that's cool I knew that was going to happen I think anybody watching the NFL knew that was going to happen because he's been so good this year so I just kind of ignored it and brushed it off it wasn't news to me and then I saw notifications later in the day of Travis Kelsey and then I stopped and wondered why in the hell is this pro bowl thing getting so much play why is everyone talking about it right now there was more news yesterday as he gets added to the COVID list with Harrison Buckner, too. That's tough. Uh,
1: very much so. Now, hopefully they can kind of clear uh, protocols because the yeah. NFL did change or update them. And they so are vaccinated. Because I know that. they're vaccinated, there is a greater chance that they can come back and be fine. And I mean, the question is still there, too, though, on like Chris Jones and Willie Gay Jr., Um, and if they can come back and play. Because I think Cerberus Ward just got added back to it again or – Was added. I think you're right. Yeah, because I I knew he last week and it ended up was able to play.
0: Snip, snap, snip, snap. Yeah, unless this is a whole
1: déjà vu situation. Yeah, uh, wasn't it? Future.
0: It was Ward who was like he was supposed to be out and like even going into the game on Thursday night I thought okay he's not playing and then boom bam game starts (laughs) he's out there playing.
1: It's like hey, a lot of people might just forget. Sure enough, they did. Here I am.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I, it sucks for the Chiefs. It is early in the week, so hopefully these guys can get healthy or test negative. Uh, I know the NFL's gone to this whole, we're not testing unless you're telling us you're having <laughs> symptoms, which is going to be like, who's going to report that? This
1: is a whole keeper your mouth show Other
0: situation. than Ben Roethlisberger, who will tell you about every injury and <laughs> ailment he has, no one else in the league is going to be like, you know, coach, I'd love to play today with this headache there's you're going to have a lot of guys that aren't yeah that will not play or that will not report like Ben Roethlisberger does <laughs> he self-reports everything I don't know that you're getting that from the same this is the one time he's been used as like a good example right
1: hey how about <laughs> you just do what Ben Roethlisberger doing just admit the truth
0: and you should if you're safe yeah. stay home yeah for sure yeah definitely but I don't know that you're getting that from unless
1: you're like expected to make six million dollars this week maybe you show up and play
0: yeah. it's a lot of money there's a lot of time. And it's it's so weird that we're sitting here. I don't this Washington football game against the Eagles, I'm not interested.
1: I'm really not. Like I I know Jalen Hurts. want to talk is about it we can? That's a, I do if you're the Eagles, it's so frustrating and I'm sure if it's frustrating for me, I'm sure it has to be frustrating for Eagles fans to just be wondering like what's the future of this team going to be? Is Jalen Hurts really going to be your quarterback for the next 10 or so years? Honestly, I don't think so. You don't think so? Is Jalen Rager going to be like a prime time receiver? Is Miles Sanders, a, a you know, every down back? Dallas Goddard just got paid a ton of money. Is he worth all that money that he just got? And the defense, is it any good? Like, I feel like we just look at this Eagles team and there's just nothing to be excited about for the future at all. And I mean, it's almost as with Washington, at least you go, hey, we got a good defensive line. We've got a good young linebacker. Secondary's a little older, but we can get that fixed over time. And our offense, we have some playmakers, just need a quarterback. Yeah, I'm I, also predicting Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback for Washington next year. Just a, a hunch, or you have something connecting those dots? Well, I think with Washington, they've tried to do quarterback through the draft, and it hasn't worked out. Granted, that was Dwayne Haskins, and he'd rather have strippers at his house than follow uh, COVID protocols. But at the same time, it's also, they've kind of got some success with just trading for a veteran quarterback like they did with Alex Smith and signing him to a deal and then being all right, here, here are the playmakers. This team's pretty much ready to go. Now we can just focus on our offensive line through the draft and some of the defensive players. Let's move forward with it. And so I think with Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers, they know this is his last year there. Trey Lance is their future. Bingo, bingo. It's Alex Smith's situation all over again for the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo in Washington.
0: Should be. I w- I do wonder what will happen when Jimmy Garoppolo, though, and the 49ers.
1: because he I, hasn't looked awful the last couple of weeks. I mean, they've been not fine
0: playing Trey Lance. Like I know they're kind of like in the playoff hunt, and they have been playing pretty well. I that still shocks me that Trey Lance is not playing. He need that guy three overall. Uh, uh, was it NBC
1: that had the guy last year that came in and did all the uh, playoff percentages or whatnot? I have no do idea. You remember what you're that. He would come on and be like, Here, like, here's the possibility like, percentage that this team can make the playoffs if these different situations happen. Okay. And he had like all these percentages and stuff. You really have no idea what I'm talking nope, about. But huh? keep going. I sound like a crazy person to you. Uh, no, I believe you. <clears throat> I I would like to see I've that. I've seen
0: it before. <laughs> I just, I don't know
1: if he's back this year, and if he's not, I'd like oh, it yeah. to be. So well, I know, I can...
0: like even last night with the Browns, I saw on SportsCenter Center before the game, they were talking about if the Browns won, they would have like a forty-four percent chance of making the playoffs. If they won, mm-hmm. if they lost, which they did, they'd have a fourteen percent chance of making the playoffs. So yeah, season's damn near over for you now. Yeah. But even with the Browns, to go back to them with your whole crazy percentage thing. I don't know what they do with Baker Mayfield. No. What I would do is I would move on. I know I've kind of been saying that for a long time, but I think it's official. And even when you look at the draft order uh, today, and I know there's still two more games left, I think you could get a pretty decent quarterback for Cleveland, who as of today would be drafting 15th overall. I think you might be able to get a guy like Kenny Pickett 15 overall. Maybe I need to dive into more draft talk and, and do that more, but I think you can get somebody pretty decent. And if he's on a rookie quarterback deal, the Browns could be better off. Not paying Baker Mayfield. If you're paying Baker Mayfield, I think it's going to be $30 million. Yeah, but
1: he's definitely not worth $30 million. And we were listening to, who was it? Ross Tucker that was talking about it on the Dan Patrick show, like just before we kind of hopped on, and he was. You know, maybe Baker's feeling a little bit of this pressure. And the reason I bring it up is because I thought the point was really good. Is You know, maybe Baker's feeling the pressure of, hey, I might not be the guy here anymore. Like, maybe this organization doesn't love me as much as I thought. You know, maybe the front office doesn't want me to be the guy of the future. Maybe some of the team has given up on me. And then you're dealing with these injuries as well. So it's just all this pressure. And now you're dealing with COVID and missing game. And now you're losing football games. Maybe it's just all been too much for him. But at the same time, That's not a franchise quarterback, then. If you're worried about not being the guy, let me tell you. There's your quarterback. You're not. This goes to relationship advice too. If you feel like you're not the guy, you're not the guy. (laughs) No matter matter how how hard you you try. Flowers flowers every Friday don't don't matter. matter. Throw them out the window. You ain't the guy, bub. You're not that guy.
0: Relationship (laughs) advice from Big Country. That's something I never thought I would hear. (laughs) What? No offense it's all right (laughs) but with the browns i do i wonder what i mean that's it for baker though
1: like that's it you're not the guy you're not that guy pal
0: no so when we look at the quarterbacks that are in this draft class i think that obviously is something that the browns have to weigh and look at not even just the kenny pickets of the world but you know uh like a desmond ritter right there in cincinnati i think you could get him at 15 i don't know they they go after a rookie though
1: like is that the right move for the browns or do they need to get a veteran quarterback in
0: I think you, with these guys, say they draft a Desmond Ritter type guy, then you can probably bring in one of those guys on a a one year veteran deal, a Ryan Fitzpatrick. Or are you happy with Case Keenum for a year and see what you can do? Yeah. And maybe see if he can bring along a guy like Ritter. And maybe he does, maybe he doesn't, or maybe Ritter beats him out of that job. I I think he's okay. I don't think these quarterbacks are going to wow you. I don't know that there's a lot of upside. In this draft, I did see somebody yesterday comping um, Kenny Pickett to Derek Carr. So if you can get a, a Derek Carr type at 15 overall, if you're the Cleveland Browns and you have those great running backs, you have a good offensive line, and now you have a rookie quarterback on a rookie contract, I think you're okay. I would rather take that than having Baker Mayfield making 25.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely on page with moving on from Baker, but I'm looking at more of the terms of do you trade for a veteran or try to at least, and then find a way. If you can keep your first, maybe get a receiver. Because I feel like that's their need. Like, they can't stay healthy on defense, but their defense is good and athletic.
0: Yeah, but if you're not paying Baker Mayfield, you could also pay a receiver in free agency. Yeah. You know, guys like Allen Robinson, uh, Chris Godwin, who just got hurt, but he's going to be a free agent. Yeah,
1: DJ Shark's going to be a free agent. He's a receiver for Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, and I'd rather pay one of those guys on like a three-year deal. And this receiver class is okay. I don't love it, though. I also don't love receivers in the first round. For yeah. the Browns, I'd be cool with it because they do need receiver help, and they don't have a whole lot of other positions that they need.
1: That's a good point, though, if you mention like, paying for a receiver. Because you get rid of Baker, you save money. But does that just mean you're automatically drafting a quarterback in the first round to be your future? Whew, or does that still leave up in the option? Because I keep thinking, like, what if you do go trade for the possibility of a Russell Wilson? Because maybe that might be intriguing for him at AFC North for a little bit, where Big Ben's retiring, you have Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, and then Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Yeah. So it's like you're sitting there, you know, the the Steelers are going to have to reload as well with the quarterback, but maybe that gives the Browns and Russell Wilson an opportunity to make something happen there if they can land him or the, the Sean Washington stuff still gets figured out. Maybe there's a possibility you land him as well. But the problem with those quarterbacks is
0: there're no trade a lot of clause. first round picks. I think a no trade clause. You could offer the Seahawks five first round picks for Russell Wilson, but if he says no, He's not going. Yeah. And so, like right now, what do the Browns have to offer? Yeah, hey, we're going to run the ball a lot. You have two really good running backs and a good offensive line. Don't worry about those receivers because we're not throwing the ball. Oh, your stats? Fuck them. Don't care. We're going to win football games. So that's where I think guys like Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson won't be an option for Cleveland. That makes a lot of sense when you put it that way. Yeah, because I mean, they they are still going to throw the ball, and I actually think the Cleveland situation is a good one. Uh They do have really good running backs, offensive line, and a good defense. They really just need somebody that can come in and kind of win them games. Be a little bit better than Kirk Cousins. Be Derek Carr. If they had Derek Carr, this is a playoff team.
1: Shit, maybe they just go get Derek Carr.
0: (laughs) Maybe. Because I feel like the Raiders
1: like, let's just blow this bitch up. This thing's over. Yeah. Derek Carr era is over.
0: It shouldn't be. I've been trying to say that for two years. Yeah, I was going yeah, was, I was to say that. Yeah. Tell the truth Tuesday. you <laughs> have been trying to get them But to it hasn't been
1: like a Derek Carr is a bad quarterback. It's like the Raiders stink. Derek Carr deserves a better situation.
0: Yeah, and they're paying him pretty well, too. And he's up for a contract anyways. Contract it, it, it's extension. tough to win when you don't. When you're paying quarterbacks the way that they're getting paid, it's, it's tough to win. How much is Derek Carr worth in your mind? A 30. I think that's the baseline.
1: Okay. That's a $5 million upgrade for him. He's happy with that.
0: Yeah, like uh, when it comes around time, I, I think that he's going to get, he's probably gonna get more than that, 32, 33. Damn. Just because of that damn quarterback position, man. <laughs> even if you're bad, I mean. What if he just signs like a three-year, $100 million deal? <laughs> I think that's very likely. Yeah. And that's Derek Carr we're talking yeah. about. I think Baker Mayfield, would, I think that he's probably going to say like, hey, I don't even think he would come in for three years. I think he'll want more than that. Baker? So you're looking like Baker Mayfield. I think his agents are probably like, hey, we want five-year deal, $30 million each year. <laughs> I'm slamming the door in your face. Yeah, I'm laughing. Or hanging up the like, phone. <laughs> exactly. What? But I think for a starting quarterback in the NFL who's young, he's going to want a five-year deal. I think that's where they're going to start. I'm not saying that's the deal he's going to get, but that's probably what the agents are trying to work for right now. So do
1: you think Baker would go for the five-year when we've seen guys like Dak and Lamar Jackson kind of fighting for that four-year deal?
0: Yeah, I would because I've been pretty bad this year if I'm Baker Mayfield. (laughs) So I'm going to go ahead and get that long-term contract. I'm not betting on myself. Myself has been bad. I've lost that bet already. (laughs) So, yeah. And he was getting – he was the first overall pick. A lot of people forget that. Yeah, Uh, He's been getting paid it's been a nice little paycheck for him it's not you know anything like what he can do in free agency and he's like nice the face of progressive as well so man i will say tell the truth tuesday i love his commercials i
1: he's such a good actor
0: maybe that's
1: it like you just retire as a quarterback you go act bum because you're not i've come a
0: long way on baker mayfield actually i used to despise baker mayfield
1: and, well, I understood the reasoning with that. It was more just the Oklahoma days. Yeah,
0: be, But like people would be like, oh, you could fight any person in the world. I'd be like, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> now, I don't even know if he's my most like hated football player. Who isn't? There's other guys out there. Antonio Brown? Yeah. That's the first one that came off the top of my head because he's kind of topical today. I was waiting for you
1: to be like Frank Clark. <laughs>
0: I hate Frank Clark. You very much do. I think that's a terrible contract. I think he's a terrible human being. I don't care how many sacks he gets. Now, tell the truth Tuesday. If he gets a sack, I'm cheering. Yeah. But at the same time, in my brain, I'm like, fuck you, but thank you. You're terrible. It's like, boy, Frank. Fuck you. (laughs) And honestly, most of the time, if he does something like gets a sack, I'm like, it's about fucking time. Because you're making a lot of money to go get a sack. And it's been a minute since you've had one. So, yeah. And people will always be like, oh, but the playoffs. Blah, blah. I don't care. I don't like him. He could have five sacks in a game, and I still wouldn't like him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, he's, I think this is his last year in Kansas City anyways. So
0: I wouldn't be surprised if
1: it's honey badgers either. Yep. I, feel like, I feel like a lot of the fan base has started
0: to accept that
1: this might be it for Tyron Matthew in Kansas City.
0: I don't know. Again, I'm a a bandwagon Chiefs fan. I hate to offend the fan base that I cheer for. They're so up Honey Badger's ass. It's not even funny. And, like,
1: I love Honey Badger. He
0: tweeted today something. I don't remember what it was, but I was looking at it this morning. He tweeted something today, and all the replies to it like, you're the greatest safety ever, blah, blah, blah. He ain't gonna fuck you. Okay, <laughs> he's married. He's probably straight. So these forty-five-year-old dudes on Twitter that are out there trying to SSD via Twitter—it's not happening for you. He's probably not even gonna follow you, reply, or like your tweet. Stop it. Stop trying to make. Was it
1: happen. the like nine years? Still got a chip on my shoulder. Yes, was it that, that was
0: a tweet. And guys are like, "I'd like to be the chip on your shoulder, honey badger. You're the greatest ever." It's not nine-year-old kids. These are 30 to 40-year-old men who are treating this man that way. Like we talked about yesterday, he's just another dude who's really good at his job. If you see him in real life, though, you're like, man, this guy's only like 5'10". Good luck seeing him in real life. Yeah, he's actually very small. But anyway, that's my take on the chiefs i don't know how i got to that point At a
1: mellow rant jesus talk about me and streaming
0: this is you and I <laughs> patch
1: and he is a Tried good football is <laughs> d
0: it's it's so annoying watching chiefs twitter sometimes or all the different outlets of chiefs coverage too and maybe it is me maybe it's because i'm still fairly new to chiefs kingdom but it is it's really annoying i almost like I'm more of the Belichick type. Like, hey, it's actually time for you to go. I'm sorry. We're not paying
1: you. I'm kind of starting to get that way, too. And the the reason why I am so much is because I remember when the Chiefs moved on from, like, Eric Berry, Derek Johnson, and Justin Houston. Tom Mahali. All in one offseason. It was just like, this era is done. Like, we're not signing these guys back. And everyone was very upset. And then you bring in Tyron Matthew. Then you bring in Frank Clark. And it make an immediate difference. You bring in Anthony Hitchens as well. And it's just like, okay, like, hey, maybe actually there's just new foundation pieces here. just looks different. And I, The reason Bill Belichick and the Patriots have been so good is because he knows when to find the new foundation pieces and move on from the other ones. It yep. doesn't have the emotional tie to it. If the Chiefs want to be a dynasty, you're going to have to allow Brett Veach to be that guy.
0: Right. Like, that's almost where like, even taking it to other teams, like the Cowboys. Jerry Jones loves his players. He's gonna treat him very well. Sometimes he holds on for a little too long. Yeah, probably shouldn't have played uh, paid Jalen Smith. Yep, but you liked him. You drafted him. I. You gave him a contract. It doesn't work. And uh, what's the old saying? You start listening to the fans. You start sitting with the fans. That might be Brett Beach. We'll see. I also think that was a great thing, by the way. <laughs> that with Brett Beach, I don't think that he is really like listening to the fan base. I think that he's probably trying to prepare the fan base of like, hey, he's not coming back.
1: Yeah, can't. One, it's going to be really hard to afford him. And two, right. Hey, you see this luxurious, neat kid? He can play more than just corner.
0: Yeah, he can slide into that role very, very well. Uh, speaking of very, very well, you could look very well. If you go to minorsandmonroe.com, use code up 10 save yourself 10% off at checkout it's probably too late to get items for christmas i actually uh was browsing online earlier today for more christmas presents and i said no we're not going to do that the spoiled brats have enough (laughs) presents but now i might buy myself a little something something a little extra in the christmas budget we had a surplus this year (laughs) and uh maybe i spend it on myself and i'll tell you the first place i'm going is minersinmonroe.com and i'm using code miked up 10 to save myself 10% off.
1: Exactly. Look well and then feel well and safe here with GunSpot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. No hidden fees, convenience fees. None of that BS when you go to check out. The price that listed is the price that you pay with taxes included. Also, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Make sure you're positioned to protect you and your family when danger
0: arises. And it is Tuesday, and it's a weird week in the NFL. The draft order is not official, but we did have, uh, I think, a pretty big shakeup at the number one spot over the weekend. The Lions get a win, which now puts the Jaguars in the top spot. We've been talking for weeks now about Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon and how he was pretty much a shoe in to be the first overall pick. Then here comes Aiden Hutchinson has a really good end of the year, as a Heisman candidate. And then we started debating. We even did it on the Would You Rather segment, Kayvon Thibodeau versus Aiden Hutchinson. Now, as Taylor Swift said, everything has changed. Now the Jaguars have the number one overall pick. I don't know that either one of those gentlemen are even in the running for it. I think we're going to see another offensive tackle go number one if the draft order stays this way. Uh, it's hard to tell right now. The Jaguars clearly don't have their head coach because they fired Urban Meyer, but they do still have Trevor Lawrence. They drafted Travis Etienne last year. I do think this is setting up for them to take an offensive tackle, which will probably be Evan Neal out of Alabama, number one overall. It's it's just kind of crazy to look at it and see that for so long, like I said, we were looking at these pass rushers. I think the Jaguars have pretty good pass rushers, though. They need to help out their young quarterback. Now they're able to probably do that at number one or – there's always the possibility that they could trade back. You know, if a team like uh, Houston says, nope, we want our choice. We want to get Aiden Hutchinson. Now Houston can trade in front of Detroit and, and try to get him. So I think that this, the way the current order is set up, it's Jacksonville, Detroit, then Houston. It probably won't stay that way anyway, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see some trades this season now.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially with, I mean, even at the number two spot, like is Detroit, you think they're willing to maybe trade back? If they're just wanting like if they're looking for an rusher, do you go get your guy like do you go get an Aiden, an Aiden Hodgson or Thibodeau?
0: you know it's hard to tell too because they have kind of a new front office, yeah, too, but they sat there last year and waited and got Penny Sewell mm-hmm. and it looked like they really wanted Penny Sewell, so I think I'm going to assume that last year they did they waited around and still got their guy. I don't know if they would do that this year. It really, it just, it feels like Aiden Hutchinson would be a great fit for the Lions. So I do wonder if maybe even the Jaguars say, "Hey, somebody's got to trade up to get this guy. If you want Hutchinson, you're gonna to have to trade up to get him." And maybe that's the case. If you're the Lions, you probably could sit there and say, "Nope, we're calling out your bluff. You're gonna take Evan Neal at one. We're gonna take Hutchinson at two. But if I am the Jaguars, I would call and say, "Hey, the Texans are talking to us. They want to move up." Yeah. They want your guy. And, I mean, we've seen it before. Look at the 49ers and the Bears. They swapped two and three. Or what was it, last year or the year before? The Buccaneers slid down one spot and got the guy they wanted. So it happens all the time. Just like in fantasy sports, you get a little nervous there on draft day. And maybe sometimes you make some bad trades.
1: <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at the schedule for the rest of these like teams. Detroit, they might pick up another one next week against Atlanta. And then they play Seattle and end against Green Bay. You might get another two wins. I mean, it's likely. If they're like this pumped up and excited and Uh you got Dan Campbell, being like, hey, uh, why don't we just go win the rest of them?
0: A lot of people talking shit about Dan Campbell. I like him. I kind of do too. He had the, I don't know if you saw his postgame locker room speech. Oh, I did. I'm ready to play for that guy. I got
1: chills, dog. I was sitting here bouncing my shoulders like, let's go, coach.
0: And it, that's a pretty bad roster, but there's still a lot of fight on that team. And I, hey, I'm
1: gonna be. You want to tell the truth Tuesday? I know everyone gave him shit, and I did as well. Kind of joke about like biting kneecaps thing off. Huh? That would have gotten me as a player. <laughs> I've been like, fuck yeah, we are coach, <laughs> right? A lot of great determination right here in Detroit, Motor City. Let's go, baby. I, I you
0: definitely would. You're very susceptible. I would enough. just be like,
1: oh, is,
0: my coach. is that what you would be like? maybe that kind of excited that's where oh
1: I'd be pumped up and just the way, like how like you can just tell how much he cares about his players and everything so I think that's just going to resonate with everybody else I mean everyone else in the media that's looking at this guy be like yeah people are going to love playing for this guy and it's such a 180 from what it was with Matt yeah. Patricia
0: he's not going to win coach of the year but the fact that the <laughs> Lions have not lost three games this year pretty impressive honestly two wins and a tie versus the Steelers like that's good that's better than what I thought and if they find a way to somehow not lose five games if they go four whatever and one he maybe should be considered coach of the year because that roster is not good they have almost no receivers
1: are you talking about for the remainder of the year yeah okay
0: yeah if they can somehow pull it off I'm intrigued yeah I don't think he's, he's not like the sexy Sean McVay. I'm so good at offense guy, but maybe he's just a really good motivator. And I think there's a place for that in the NFL. Yeah. He's I, not like a defensive mind. He was a special teams coordinator, played tight end in the league for a while.
1: What was he with the New Orleans? He wasn't a, was he the tight ends coach?
0: I think he was the tight ends coach, but then made his kind of name as a special teams coordinator. Okay. Either way. Hey, it works, and mm-hmm.
1: if it can work for the remainder of the year, yeah, you got something, Detroit. Also, go find another quarterback, but outside of that. But the whole reason I started looking at the schedule because I really looked at Jacksonville, and they played the Jets, New England, and Indianapolis in end the year. They're done. They're exhausted. They like watching be, them last week. They could beat the Jets. You think so?
0: Yeah, I think they could. I don't know if they, they will. smacked
1: by Houston. Right. And Davis, not David, Cause God forbid you just make it a normal name, Mrs. Mills. But they got smacked by Mills and the Houston Texans. And I think the Jets, I feel like they're a little bit – actually, I don't know. I'm not going to try and get ahead of myself here. I just think Jacksonville solidified as number one pick now.
0: I think they might want the number one pick too. Oh, like the front office. Not the players. Players probably don't really care. But the front office might be like, oh, you know, you're a little banged up. I guess you're not going to play this week. Sorry. Um, I could see that happening, too. But just to go through the draft order, it is kind of crazy looking at it. Jacksonville, like I said, number one. Detroit, two. Houston, three. The Jets, at four. Then you get the Giants at five and six. Remember, they traded last year. Uh, The Bears traded up to get – Justin Fields, they sent a first-round pick to the Giants. So the Giants have pick number five, pick number six. Then the Carolina Panthers at seven. The Jets again at eight. It's crazy. There are a lot of teams in there that could use a quarterback. Keep shitting on the quarterbacks. I do. I'll just I'll be upfront and honest about it. <laughs> I think there are some teams are right there that could take a quarterback. And looking at the Giants, they shut down Daniel Jones for the year. Uh, he's got a neck injury. I wonder what they do with their quarterback situation. I know that you are one of the guys that is kind of leading the cause of they could be going after Russell Wilson. Yeah. Pick number five and six, this is a great start uh, for any price tag. Yeah,
1: no, I don't price. know. Would you give up both of them, though, or would you just
0: give up one? I mean, i try to give up one, but that's not going to do it. And in this draft class?
1: I mean, if you could give up a one, a two, and a one next year. Because he is an older quarterback. Yeah.
0: And I feel like giving or two up ones. five and six. Like, I would be like, oh. If you give up five and six, you could probably get something back. Not anything great, but maybe like a three, which is still something. Yeah. I wouldn't, I would pull the trigger on it if I were the Giants because there's not a great quarterback this year. And honestly, after the two pass rushers and Evan Neal. The Is there tag.
1: another offensive lineman?
0: There are, but I don't know that there are any that are like, oh my God, I got to save this pick. Yeah.
1: Who they just drafted a couple? Was that Andrew Thomas? Was that uh-huh. it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I do think there's some talent on that offensive line. They just got to figure it out. You know, last year, a lot of them were playing and they were rookies and there was a lot of turnover. They fired the offensive line coach in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. So I, I think there's a lot of possibility for improvement there if you can just figure out the coaching. Situation and Joe Judge, too. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah. If I'm Russell Wilson again, no trade clause, I'm saying, like, yeah, I'm interested, you can trade for me. I'm gonna need a new coach, though. I'm sorry, Judge doesn't do it for me.
1: Who do you want? He's a little weird. Well, he definitely is. Uh, He's making NFL players run laps. Ryan (laughs) Dable would be amazing, actually. Right?
0: There are a lot of good coaches. I wonder if he would even be like, hey, I want Eric enemy here, bring him in. Um, there are a lot of good coaches that would love to have that job and take it. And if, you know, Russell Wilson's like, yep, I want this coach. I wouldn't be surprised if they're already working deals behind the scenes, (laughs) or at least his agent is like, Hey, I happen to be listening to Mike up today. And they mentioned you have the number five and number six (laughs) overall draft pick. Are you trading for my guy? If you are, maybe put in a call to Brian Dayball as soon as you can, because we really like him.
1: Now, here's the next question. If you're, Brian, if you're Brian Dayball, do you want the Giants job or do you want the opportunity in Jacksonville?
0: I would take the Giants job. Really? Yeah, I think so. I don't-
1: Jacksonville, I mean, granted, they did spend some money and they don't have as many draft picks, but you're, you're getting the number one draft pick here. Trevor Lawrence is your quarterback. You're solidified there in the future. You have James Robinson at running back. Receiver, there's some talent, but you do have money left over. You can just go get maybe another one in free agency.
0: I think the overall longevity of the Giants is going to be better than the Jaguars. Just because. With Russell Wilson? The Jaguars have never been good. I don't know if they're ever going to be good. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, the random trips to the AFC Championship game and then just falling apart. I mean, that's been their freaking identity forever, but.
0: Yeah, it would be tough. But the Giants, I think you're still going to be able to entice free agents to come there, and you, you have Saquon. I don't know how good he is. He can catch the ball
1: one-handed. Yeah. I don't know how he's – I still don't I think, know how he made that catch. I watched I it, it so many times.
0: Kadarius Tony has looked pretty good at times. He's been uh, banged up a lot this year. I think you've got some pieces on the defense that you could figure out. So, for me, I would probably take the Giants. But then, you know, after the Giants look at pick number seven, it's the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. They better do something at, at quarterback. Because uh, obviously it's not Cam Newton. <laughs> Tell the truth Tuesday, yesterday, we were sitting in the office watching uh, like Sports Center or something. And we saw Matt Rule's postgame presser for the first time, both of us. And I said, I thought I was Cam Newton's biggest hater. I don't think he's good. I think he should retire. I've been saying it for two years. It turns out I am not Cam Newton's biggest hater. (laughs) Matt Rule is Cam Newton's biggest hater. I think that's a guy that's really feeling the pressure. You're talking about quarterbacks feeling the pressure like Baker Mayfield. Matt Rule is definitely feeling it. He's feeling that heat on his seat because they've not been good. And he's made some moves to fire an offensive coordinator. Guess what? It didn't work. Your offense is still bad. You probably should have kept the coordinator, actually. It, but it's Ooh. it's not looking good for Carolina. They need a quarterback desperately.
1: Could they be a dark horse team for, like, an Aaron Rodgers? Maybe. Because, I mean, right. the only team you're worrying about in that division is Tom Brady. Or could the Saints yeah. as well? The, uh, I mean, the Saints- could the Saints and the Panthers, and the reason I bring this up is because, like, the the Saints defense has Tom Brady's number, clearly. Mm-hmm. They're desperately missing a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers could be looking at that like, uh, okay, I know is Michael Thomas coming back?
0: Right, but one thing that we talked about before is not trading within the division or the conference. That is one situation where I agree with that method. If I'm the Green Bay Packers, I'm not giving Sean Payton one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Because that true. is like, a, okay, we're going to see you in the NFC Championship if we make it there. Because you will be there with Aaron Rodgers. So there's no way in hell I would trade Rodgers to the Saints. I would honestly look at, like, every other team and be like, okay, we'll listen to offers except for the Saints. Like, clearly you're not trading him to Tampa. Tampa doesn't need him. Or, like, the Chiefs. But, you know, of the needy teams that could possibly want Aaron Rodgers, I'm marking off the Saints. And almost saying go anywhere else. But it's not going to be there. Yeah, that's a good point. And with Deshaun Watson, I, the Dolphins have always been the landing spot there. But he did play football in, at Clemson. Which is in the Carolinas, the Southern one. Mm -hmm. Maybe they could make a run for him. Uh, You know, the Saints are going to be in on Russell Wilson as too. I wonder if they could entice Deshaun Watson, assuming he's going to play. I can't wait for that saga to end and just figure out what happens. Yeah, that
1: would be nice, and then just shut up about it till like season comes fully back around. Like, let the trade happen. Boom. Okay, move forward.
0: And you know, the team that you mentioned before with Jalen Hurts is the Eagles. The Eagles officially got that Colts draft pick now, but they are set up pretty nicely, too. They have pick number 10, they have pick number 12, and as of right now, of course, this is going to all change. They have pick number 23.
1: Holy smokes.
0: So maybe that's a situation where you say, hey, we would really like to have Russell Wilson, and if I'm the Seahawks, I'm not too worried about the Eagles making a playoff run. Maybe they do with Russell Wilson, but... I'm okay with that. Yeah. Or, you know, Aaron Rodgers, if if they wouldn't give me all that for Aaron Rodgers, and I think Jordan Love could be something halfway decent. Yeah, three first round picks in one draft. I'm listening. <laughs> hey, these quarterbacks, hey, if you're the Seahawks, you're the Packers, you're gonna have the Giants offering probably five and six. You're gonna have the Eagles offering ten, twelve, and twenty-three. You're going to get a nice little haul. And the good thing is you're going to have these guys competing against each other, too. Because it's going to be very easy to say, well, the Eagles are offering me three first rounders. So you're going to have to give me two first rounders this year. And we want one next year, too. It's going to be tough. (laughs) And I hope if this if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be so pissed off. Honestly, don't get me all hyped up and tell me Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers could possibly be on the trade block and then keep them. Yeah. I'm going to fucking riot if that happens. I saw a lot of people. Not really because I'm lazy, but I'm going to be very (laughs) upset online.
1: I think it was after the Packers' recent game with the win over Baltimore where he was kind of talking. He's he's like, hey, you know, this is a tough environment to win a football game. We took care of business. So, like, I love the guys here. Love the team. Love what we have. And as he's running off the field, it goes to the announcers. And they're like, you know, he might actually come back next year. Like, I'm starting to think he does. I was like, God damn it. If he does this shit, goes this much of a fit, spends time in Hawaii with his fiance and her friends, has one of the friends gets punched in the face, is at a funeral, misses all this time, comes in, starts the season, gets obliterated that first game, and then comes in and just starts dominating from there and then just stays, that's going to be frustrating.
0: I actually, as of today, I think I might feel more confident in Russell Wilson moving on than Aaron Rodgers. Well, well, I, I could see that they played a punk it. ass doing it. Like, oh, I love it here. I'm going to stay for another year.
1: Well, I, he had a – I don't know how viral it went, but I definitely saw it because I think it was like NFL that had tweeted a, a clip of him interacting with his old quarterbacks coach or offensive coordinator who's now with Houston. And the coach was like, you know, I just want to go out that tunnel one more time and like cross the bricks or like kiss them. And he was like, well, let's go do it. So he allowed the coach to kind of have that opportunity and he's having a conversation with him. And the coach was like, you know, I just miss like all the relationships over here. And Roger's like, well, that's why I stayed. I stayed because of all the relationships. And he's having that conversation. So I didn't know if it was more of like, yeah, I just stayed one more year because of these relationships, but I'm still very much done with this place. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know how much to read into that, but I definitely, yeah. that's what I thought when I heard.
0: It's also Aaron Rodgers, though, who clearly has no problem being like, fuck this relationship. I'm done here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. Bye, mom and dad. How how many relationships (laughs) have been sustainable for Aaron Rodgers? I don't know him too well. I know of a lot that have not worked out for him. I think we call that a little bit of being toxic. Yeah, that's a a you problem. You got to look at the man in the mirror (laughs) on that one if you're Aaron Rodgers. You are that guy, pal. (laughs) But he won't because he's Aaron Rodgers. He's very pretentious, but uh, we'll see. I do want an exciting offseason with a lot of quarterback movement.
1: I do, too. I think that would be very exciting, and Mm -hmm. hopefully it all happens the week going into the Super Bowl as we wait for Kansas City to play three years in a row.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what you want to happen. For sure. Um, Also, in the news, as I've mentioned, we're going to take a break. We'll be back on January 3rd, which means we are not going to be covering – Uh, the college football playoff. And I was kind of thinking about it, looking at these matchups. And I tell you, I'm sad that we won't be doing it live that Friday and breaking it down. But looking ahead at these games, I think we all know what's going to happen. I I mean, do you look at the matchups? It's Alabama versus Cincinnati. Who's going to win that game? It's going to be Alabama. Yeah. I like Cincinnati. I don't think they're good enough to beat Alabama. And then even for me, I know you're going to have a different opinion. Looking at Georgia versus Michigan, I think Georgia wins that one easy. Wrong. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Wolverine up, boy. Yeah. blue. You really think they can beat Georgia on a neutral site? Yep. I, I think they can. I won't say that they can't. Never say never. But I do think that it's very set up to have a rematch of Alabama and Georgia. Hey, it's just been that gut feeling about Michigan
1: all year. And I'm happy that I've been right with this one. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to Carson Wentz, no sir. Yeah, was, write it until you're want. right. <laughs> that was a want. Michigan was a gut feeling, like just a whisper in my ear. like I think
0: that's beep. acid reflux. Ohio State.
1: No, I took Tums. The acid reflux is gone.
0: Okay, good. Uh, I do. I think that's the way it's going to happen. Georgia versus Alabama. If you're looking for my prediction on that I one. I
1: freaking hope not because that's going to be just like, – Cool, SEC championship game. Because in Alabama, I honestly, I think Alabama would smoke them again. Georgia doesn't have a quarterback that can compete against them. They don't have one that's going to be able to push the ball down the field and have Alabama respect that so they can have room to run the football.
0: Yeah, and one thing that I'm also worried about, too, uh, we're talking about COVID a lot with the NFL, NBA, NHL. I'm a little worried for the college football playoff and these four teams that are still left in. Like the bowl games – are exciting for your fan base, I guess. I saw Texas A&M today was like shutting down stuff because they've had a little bit of an outbreak. I, I don't really care about those games getting canceled or postponed or whatever, but COVID could drastically affect the college football playoff. Yeah. You know, like if one of these quarterbacks uh, for Alabama or Cincinnati, if you're looking at Bryce Young or Desmond Ritter and one of them tests positive, that drastically changes the team.
1: Very much so.
0: On Georgia, they're probably like, eh, as long as our defense doesn't get it, we're fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If one of the quarterbacks gets it, cool. We have one that's yeah. just like him. That's right wonderful.
0: We are just going to run the ball still. <laughs> and yeah. even at like at the running back position. If one of their running back gets it, they still have other running backs on the yeah. roster. So <laughs> they've got depth everywhere. Uh, but I also
1: wouldn't want to see the you know a team win the national title this year because another team here gets right you know demolished due to COVID.
0: Yeah, And I look at Alabama and they have already put in some uh, protocols. They're going back to everyone wearing a mask. They're social distancing, and I think this is just Nick Saban. Like he doesn't give a shit about politics. <laughs> he just wants to win football games, and he's like, "This might work, so we're gonna do it." Like, yep. I don't care what you think, who you listen to, it might work. There's a chance. We're doing it. What
1: the scientists say? Cool. Listen.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel my like he was very Facebook vocal said. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I do hope that, obviously, hope that everyone's healthy. But you, I agree with you, too. I don't want to see this game be affected or the playoffs be affected by COVID. Hopefully, other teams are social distancing, vaccinating, or whatever. I just I don't want to see it. But yeah. it will be exciting to see. I'm ready for these good matchups. I like bowl games, but it is, it's is—it's so different. Now, when I was a kid, I used to get pumped for bowl games. Now, you have so many players that are sitting out. It's not very exciting. And I, I'm not, I don't want to come off. I was like, oh, they should play in the game. I don't care. I think maybe we just need to look at it differently. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about bowl games just need to be previews for next year. Like yeah. Maybe just don't even play a lot of your seniors or guys that are going into the draft. Maybe play that redshirt freshman who's only played three games this year. Let's give him a good, honest look. If I were a coach, that might be what I would start doing. Right, like this year in the bowl game. Yeah, like F it. Clearly not in the playoff games, but you well, know I mean, it's going to it be like another... that for
1: for Pitt. Yeah, like Kenny Pickett's not playing. All right, so. we'll see what this kid can do.
0: And are they? I think they're playing Michigan State in the bowl game. Like Kenny Pickett's not playing. Yep. Kenneth Walker's not playing for Michigan State. Hey,
1: do You think that might start affecting like the bowl game situations too? Then probably. Like we're gonna find out, you know, like a prior, like maybe the bowl games will start asking, like, dude, are you playing in this bowl game or not? Like we need to know by now. Yeah, like th- by this date, you're not okay. That's gonna rearrange the bowl game situation because we're not gonna have a backup quarterback for Pitt. You know, on a top fifteen ranked team, play another top right. fifteen ranked team with a backup quarterback. Like we're just not gonna do that.
0: Yeah. Or some of those other big bowl games. Most bowl games are pretty set up to where it's like, okay, we get the number 16 from the SEC and we get the number 17 from the Pac-12 or whatever. But I do think some of those other big bowls where it's like, okay, we could be looking at, do we take this guy, this Pitt team that everybody said was good, but we know their quarterback's not going to play? Or do we take this Texas A&M team team Mm -hmm. who is going to have their quarterback or whatever? I do think that that could change things. We'll see, though. College football is changing rapidly.
1: Very much so. I
0: mean, over the last year, it's really changed a lot to where now recruiting turned into free agency. So many players are leaving in the transfer portal. No one plays in bowl games anymore. But I also think it's their own fault, like the NCAA not recognizing, hey, the game's going to change. You better change with it, or your bowl game system's going to go to shit.
1: Yep. So, you are taking Bama and Georgia to both win their games, be the national title matchup? Yep.
0: Okay. I don't have like the, the odds on it yet. I think it's probably still a little early to look at yeah. that. I'm sure that they're out there, but I feel very confident no matter what the spread is, taking now, Alabama and Georgia. I both. would not be
1: surprised if it is Bama and Georgia, but I'm picking Michigan.
0: Uh, loser has to do a bucket uh water cooler full of mayonnaise huh have you seen that the duke's mayo bowl Nope. so the duke's mayo bowl last year they had these coolers set up and a lot of people thought that there was mayonnaise in it but (sighs) there wasn't this year the coaches it's mac brown from north carolina and shane beamer from south carolina they've both said they're okay with getting the mayonnaise bath if they lose? If they win. Like in celebration, you dump the Gatorade cooler on the You sick couch. sons of bitches.
1: It's mayo. You <laughs> yeah, want covered buddy.
0: in mayo? Uh-huh. What's mayo even made of? Yeah, uh, There's egg in there. I know that. I'm all right. I like that, eggs. Not that much. That's the next big country challenge. You know, we were supposed to do a polar plunge. He dog. You're gonna jump in a pool. Well, it
1: hasn't been. There's been no polar. I know. It would just be a plunge
0: in 70 degree weather. (laughs) Uh, The spread on Georgia Michigan right now is eight points. Georgia. And the spread on Cincinnati Alabama is thirteen and a half. Do you think
1: Michigan can move the ball on Georgia's defense? No. At all.
0: A little bit. The over-under set at 45, I feel very confident in the under. Because even on the other side of the ball, I don't know that Georgia can move the ball on Michigan's defense.
1: Because that was going to be my next question. Well, what about like, the pass rush of Aiden Hutchinson? Because it's yeah, not just it's Aiden. Like, I know Aiden Hutchinson gets a lot of this recognition. Yep. That guy on the other side, too, and I can't, I can't remember his name. too. Right. I don't know if I can pronounce it. Tell the truth, too, so I'll be honest with you guys. So I'm not <laughs> going to try to botch it. it. But like, I think there's a possibility that the defense for Michigan could wreck havoc. Because Hayden is also very good against the run.
0: Yeah. And They're only so really like giving up 16 deals. points a game. You saw him yeah. neutralize Ohio State. They couldn't do anything on offense. So I, I do agree with you that defense is very good. But I think it could be a situation where Michigan plays lights out on defense. Like, oh, my God, we only gave up 13 points. But Georgia <laughs> scored 16. <laughs> yeah. That, that's going to be – that's my official score prediction. Thirteen I'll go thirteen to seventeen Georgia.
1: I'll do twenty five, eighteen Michigan.
0: Both going under though. Yeah. For sure. On that one. For Alabama and, and Cincinnati, man. Sorry. I <laughs> I'm I, sorry, Cincinnati. I think I might root for Cincinnati in that game. One hundred percent rooting for Cincinnati. I'd like to see an upset. But knowing it's gonna be a bloodbath. Uh huh. I think I might take Alabama to cover. Thirteen <laughs> it, and a half. <laughs> Yikes. How like
1: With LSU around this time when they were really good, do you know what we saw a lot of? Hype videos. It's got everyone, got the people going, man. That's Yeah, it really made a difference to to real football. Cincinnati needs to be just rolling with, uh, hey, we need to be getting hyped up. Now, don't do anything to make fun of Alabama. Say you're better than Alabama <laughs> or just anything that Nick Stable can go, Look at what they're we're saying. We're focused on here. us. Exactly. We're not worried about them. Look at we're what we've done. Look at what we've accomplished, and look at where we're at. That's what Cincinnati needs to be doing. If yeah. I was running their social media team, that's what i tell them. And I'd be like, hype video after hype video every single day. Not every day, but like once a once week. Once a week. Yeah. So two more. <laughs> <laughs> get Maybe. them out, boys. And it's get th- like I'd a say three celebrity to mm. narrate it.
0: That's what LSU did. Yeah, usually they have like – Oh, this guy went to our school, like Will Farrell in USC. Yeah,
1: I don't know. That I Cincinnati mean, like Booger really McFarland had it. <laughs> Travis Kelsey.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he can't go anywhere right now because of COVID.
1: <laughs> Bro, you just gotta send it. Just send him the list. Have him read it. Yeah,
0: it you might be him. a little nasally, a little you with know action, could. but I saw an iPhone commercial that's like, "Oh, we shoot movies on this shit now." Yeah. So I guess that's what you do. That's the play. Him and his and Travis Kelsey's girlfriend brother has brother plenty of
1: experience on, huh?
0: Jason Kelsey, he went to Cincinnati as yes. well, right?
1: So there's yeah, two. So you get, there's two. they have a defend, a defensive player? Anybody on defense that's in the NFL from
0: Cincinnati? You have Ahmad Gardner do one. He's the corner. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I know they have other players in the NFL. I don't they know. Do <laughs> like I'm sure they? Like <laughs> good? I'm really struggling to think of any right now.
1: Any that are like TV personalities?
0: Yeah. There's got to be somebody from Cincinnati. I really have no idea. Drew, nope. I was gonna say Drew Carey. That's Cleveland. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> but maybe he spent some time in Cincinnati. Would you want
1: Drew Carey narrating a freaking hype video? No, but you know what I
0: do want. All righty then. We're here in the playoffs.
1: That's a bad impersonation.
0: That's Jim Carey.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> I'll leave. I'm out of here.
0: I'm like he never said that anyway. I'll, uh, I'll <laughs> Drew Carey is the Price is Right guy. Yeah,
1: come on down.
0: Tell the truth Tuesday. I would love to see whose line is it anyway make a comeback. I would. I like, tell why truth, is I not doing go them?
1: through like the rabbit holes on YouTube of watching those old videos because yeah. I think they are hilarious.
0: Yeah, it, it, like some of the stuff that was on ABC. It's like okay, but what if you did it on like HBO Plus? Yeah. Found yourself some somebody to host it. I don't know. You know, pay Steve Carell a shitload of money. Let him host it or be in it. He does improv. But it would be so good. I'm such an idiot. You are. (laughs) You did a Jim Carrey impersonation. That wasn't even good,
1: by the way. And I know it was so bad. (laughs) I knew it was bad.
0: It was so bad. I had to question who it was – it actually was
1: i had to like cough i had like mucus in my throat there do you want to try it again no you sure just get
0: it off your chest i'm
1: pretty positive that was it that was it
0: okay well your impersonation was bad but club 609 is good let's mention them uh great happy hour they will be open on christmas eve so if you're looking for a spot to go i don't know if that makes um is that a good move or a bad move? If you tell people on Christmas Day, like, hey, how have you been? Like, oh, I'm good. I'm a little hungover, though. I enjoyed Club 609 open on Christmas Eve and their happy hour from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock with two-for-one drink specials and $2 draft pours. Yep. No judgment here think that's where I'll be.
1: Uh, and before I go into downtown lube, I also just want to say George Clooney is a famous alumni from the University of Cincinnati.
0: Okay. I'm like, where the fuck did this
1: come from? <laughs> but next up. George located- Clooney
0: is not going to host. Whose line is it anyway?
1: Oh. There's not enough money. Narrate type video for Cincinnati. Had to go all the way back to that. <laughs> but next, Downtown Lube. Be sure to visit them right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, located on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. Also, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you're going to need your oil change and your tire service. So be sure to get that taken care of right here in Joplin at Downtown Lube. <laughs>
0: And now for the official Tell the Truth Tuesday segment where Big Country and I look at different aspects of our life. This is turning into like my confessional time. Uh, And I'll just say, here's a peek behind the curtain. A lot of people ask me like what I do for a living. My default answer is like, well, I work in sports media. I have a podcast. I do a little bit of writing, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people are like, oh my god, that job is it's gotta be so cool. Like you get paid to watch sports. Mm-hmm. That those are facts. It is cool. Last night watching those two football games was work for me. <laughs> they were fucking terrible football games. They're incredibly boring. And honestly, I was just a little worn out from the weekend. I didn't want to watch football games last night. But I did. So wow does that sound? Like a real douchey move. I didn't want to. But I even before I worked and you know started podcasting and all this stuff, there would be times where it's like, okay, there's a football game on. I don't really want to watch it, so I'm not going to. And then I carried on about my day. <laughs> yeah. And people would be like, man, did you watch the game last night? And I'd be like, "Ah, oh, no, I actually didn't catch it. I had some other stuff to do. Now I feel
1: obligated to. Well, yeah, 100%. And I get it. In the mix of that, I'm going to transition it to my tell the truth. I was cheering for the Raiders. <laughs> Yeah, visibly. Other people were like, "Why are you rooting for the Raiders? You're a Chiefs fan." Because I don't want to see the Browns make the playoffs. Really? I don't want to see them find a way to sneak in as a wild card or like win because the division. Is this fear based? It's not fear based. I just, I think it's fear based. It's going to come off as fear based, but it, not in because like I'm a Chiefs fan. And I don't want to see them. I also just. I kind of want to see Cleveland have to struggle again, and their fan base get a little <laughs> again, bit of that humble pie. Yeah, still I'm doing. Sick it. it. They had a little bit of success, and them fans. I
0: are wouldn't even say that ridiculous. They had a little bit of like expectations they didn't meet. They've not true. had success.
1: So I was rooting for the Raiders, and when the Raiders hit the game-winning field goal, and then there was a timeout called. I was like, "Ooh, that's a good timeout." NFL, they can't call back-to-back timeouts. Let's see if this kid can make it. I think he's going to miss. He's in his head. He almost missed that. Dude comes back up, pipes it right down the middle, hit
0: the bar top, said, let's go. <laughs> Kicking is absolutely wild.
1: <clears throat> or well, one, it's, it's very difficult. so
0: much. Yeah. Because when that ball left his foot, I thought that's going to be wide left. Oh, no. But then it curves like midair. It's like these guys are throwing curve balls now. It's wild that they can make the football do that. Yeah. I will never understand that. Uh, like kicking a football and changing the angle and bullshit like that in soccer, the fact that you can run and dribble the ball with your feet like that blows my mind. And I then, like, could when never. when you
1: kick it and you like, the way that you have to yeah, kick you it. Yeah, you could it, bend like, it.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's a round ball. There are no laces or anything really on it. Nope. And you're making it spin like that And in they the kick
1: air. it off the side of their foot. I've never been able to do that.
0: It's so powerful too. I could never duplicate that.
1: No, I'll tell you what, though. I'm going to have my kids play soccer. Are you? I think so, yeah. Have fun. I why? I just think if you can get like good feet coordination, it transitions to everything else.
0: I do, too. Yeah, I will agree with that. Uh, no, like, I think it's more again, normal.
1: as kids. Like, when you get to high school, <laughs> we're going to play some real sports. You know what I mean? We'll play some basketball and football and stuff like that. But uh-huh. as a kid, we'll at play at liberal high school. Yeah.
0: For sure, (laughs) right? Yeah, I do agree with you though. With the multi-sport stuff, soccer players are some of the best athletes that I personally have ever coached.
1: Yeah, and if we do have any soccer players listening, I was kidding. I do understand soccer is a real sport. You're gonna get your ass kicked, uh, legitimately. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Pun intended. But like, yeah, soccer players make a ton of money, and they are very athletic, and are very exceptional shape.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's not such a, a body type for soccer players too. No, you know, like in the NBA, you can be under six feet tall, but like really, you're gonna have to be very good if you're under six mm-hmm. feet tall. In the NFL, position wise, it's tough, but there's definitely a speed threshold for every position. Like you know, the offensive lineman. A lot of people still view offensive lineman as like, oh. This is just a big sloppy guy. So no offense to parents or children out there. If you have a fat kid, you're like, oh, he could play in the NFL. No. <laughs> what you have to have is a very, very athletic kid, and he's going to get to a certain point in his career, and a coach is going to say, you're a really, really good athlete. We want you to gain 50 pounds and play on the offensive line.
1: And that's not an exaggeration.
0: Yeah. it's like the- Some people might hear that, like, 50 pounds. Like,
1: No. They're like, hey, if you want to be a starting left tackle and Mm -hmm. probably go to the NFL, right now you're weighing about 260. We need you to buy about 320.
0: Yeah. And you're just, you're moving. You are an athlete. Yes. Who they're going to make gain weight. Now, sometimes you have big guys who are exceptionally good athletes. I guess Zion Williamson would have been a great football player. Uh, Jordan Davis at Georgia was a very large kid, but was still very, very athletic. Yeah. So. Anyway, there's another tell the truth. Uh, I have another one. And I think you know this about me, but it's getting worse and worse by the day. I'm super into dream interpretation right now. <laughs> like big time. <laughs> oh man. To the point to where I'm waking up in the middle of the night and being like, what's that dream mean? <laughs> <laughs> what? Last night I woke up at two in the morning from a dream. And it's not even like, here's the problem. It's not even like crazy, like wild dreams or nightmares. It is just your complete, bland, boring dream. But I'm still waking myself up and being like, what's it mean? I have to Google this right now. Last night, I had a dream about bees. I'm like, I got to wake up. I got to figure out what that means. I don't even remember because I woke up at 2 a.m. And I'm like, oh, let me Google. What does it mean when you dream about bees? It was something about Like working. So, what if
1: I look up? Like, what does it mean that I dreamed about protecting Josh Allen and his ankle on an airplane?
0: That is probably a little too specific.
1: I mean, I don't know why I did have that dream, or like why I'm like Josh Allen is in a boot on the plane. People keep kicking it. Let me just help you. You probably have have to do like,
0: what does my dream mean? Protecting a professional athlete. I'm going to tell you right now, and to our listeners. You're going to go down a rabbit hole if you do it. Join me on this adventure if you want. <laughs> it's wild, though. I might. I have also recently had two dreams. I had another one last night about the little girl from The Exorcist. You had another one? I've had dose dreams about this little girl from The Exorcist. I told you about one last week. I woke up. I, no, I was, I was asleep in my dream which is a wild thing to do anyway. And in my dream, I woke up and I'm shouting, looking for someone named Reagan. And I'm like, Reagan, Reagan, where are you, Reagan? And I can't find this person. I turn and look in my bed next to me. And there sits the little girl from The Exorcist doing her little creepy exorcist thing. But in my dream, I was even like, oh, great, I found you. Last night, I had another dream that I was dating this girl or I was with, a girl, and she had a daughter. Her daughter's name was Reagan. Fucking A. Reagan was possessed by the devil, but she was cool with me. (laughs) So she's like causing all these problems for everybody else (laughs) and she's doing inappropriate things. These are my dreams. I can't control it, but this is what happened. She has the cross like on the Exorcist movie (laughs) and she's doing things with it. And I'm like, hey, that's enough knock it off and she did maybe i'm afraid <laughs> i don't know i hope to god this obviously never happens wild dream though
1: bro <laughs> hey knock it off and she's just yes, like sir.
0: yep all right i'm, I'm gonna stop new stepdad god? said stop i'm gonna You're stop. god dude the devil's like yes sir I'm done. Yeah. The power of done Christ. Done playing with this cross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so that's how I'm uh, living. If I'm a little tired today, I apologize. I had some weird dreams. What I, time did you wake up? I woke up at two and then again at four thirty. And then so again at So that means 7:30. that
1: dream happened during the entire witching hour.
0: Yeah, I just don't sleep.
1: <laughs> I, I I here's the truth. I popped three melatonin last night before I went to bed. Uh-huh. Fucking rocked my ass to sleep. Like, I, I didn't. I woke up in the same spot that I fell asleep in with a, pool, with a puddle of drool on my pillow because I was just out. Yeah. That's you snore you. when I'm that tired. Yeah. If I'm like really, really tired, I
0: snore. For me, if and I, I sleep, sleep on my back, I, I don't usually sleep on my back. But it, what's embarrassing is I'm the typical dad. If I fall asleep like on the couch, Sitting up or in a chair sitting up <laughs> I will snore Yeah, But throughout the night I will not because I sleep on my stomach Because apparently people tell me I'm a psychopath
1: Because you sleep on your stomach? Uh huh That makes you a psychopath? I've been told that Pff, F them people, I sleep
0: on my stomach too It's super comfortable
1: I'm like a stomach side sleeper with a Maybe leg that's up. why
0: I have crazy dreams It's because I sleep on my stomach Maybe there's something to that I sleep on my stomach and I have crazy dreams I did dreams. also read that alcohol and drug use can lead to wild dreams <laughs> and i'm like oh check mark <laughs> medicine's kicking in a little too much <laughs> yeah, right so i don't know maybe i lean into it i'm just like let's see how fucked up this can get <laughs> some so more stop oh man i'm here for a good time not for a long time and please i'm gonna have some weird dreams with time.
1: it. and <laughs> please be here for
0: 2022 <laughs> i have another it. tell the truth too um, which goes into the whole parenting thing. I have two daughters. I am a parent. And I'm not, I don't boast about myself a lot. I'm actually, I'm pretty humble. Even when you give me a compliment, I'm like, Yeah, you're what probably just telling hands? me that because you're a nice person. <laughs> I don't believe you. I think I'm horrible at this. I'm very hard on myself. The one thing that I'm very confident in is my ability to parent which is probably why I'm having dreams about like, yeah, I could even like, I could parent her. Oh, she's (laughs) the devil in a 12 year old girl's body. No, she doesn't stand a chance against me. I'm very confident in my ability to father, even so much so that (laughs) on Saturday we were at a party and this person is talking about how great of a father her husband is. And I lean over to you and I'm like, he's not a better dad than me. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: forgot about that. You did this dude is having a conversation <laughs> to me about how much. yes. That is the, that is very much the truth.
0: Again, I don't brag on myself a lot. I'm usually pretty humble, but in that moment, she's like going on and on about, he's such a great dad. He does this. He does that. And I'm like, Sounds
1: great. Your daughters don't even have to have those fights in school. Like, no, my dad's cooler than your dad. You have that argument yourself. Like,
0: I'm a better dad than you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm knocking on the door. I'm telling you how good of a dad I am.
1: <laughs> oh, man, that is awesome. <laughs> those, uh,
0: my, are, those are my tell the truth Tuesdays.
1: My uh, next one is I've not been watching college basketball. And I know we said a month uh, ago no. that we're going to be paying attention. I have not been. It it's happened again in the NBA. I also told myself I want to play fantasy basketball NBA. Pay attention. I have not. Now I'm on a two game winning streak in the fantasy league. So props to me.
0: It's so hard to play every other fantasy sport though. I know we've talked about it a lot. Yeah. Everybody knows it other than football. It's tough because you do like even on the leagues. that are like, oh, we lock every Sunday night. And you have to have your roster set it's still like you're paying attention to it every day. Yeah. Because you have to see who are my guys, how are they playing. That's how fantasy baseball is. And Mm -hmm. I think I've gotten it figured out.
1: And I know one of the guys in here is in my league. Reno, what's up, my guy? But it's more of uh, this dude's also the commissioner of the league and somehow finds himself in the championship like almost every single year. So it's really kind of starting to raise the question with me and the entire league Mm -hmm. of like, huh,
0: how is that? you got to look at your, uh, your scoring settings. I was in a league one time with a guy uh, from high school, and he had the settings changed. I don't remember exactly how. He had the settings changed weird. So, like, when we did our draft, it was like, well, he did not draft well. Uh He probably doesn't know what he's doing. But he's killing us all every week. It was because he had it, like, set up to – I think it – it might've been something as simple as we didn't know we were doing a PPR league because it was like 10 years ago and he uh. knew. So he was like taking receivers and we're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> you don't do that. What an idiot. Uh, but it, I mean, it was a really long time ago, but yeah. he found himself in the championship, like two years in a row. And he was like, what are you doing? What's happening here? And he had the settings changed somehow to where he knew how to draft for the league and no one else did huh. not to call him out.
1: But Oh, I'm, I'm going to look at it now. There are some
0: guys that are.
1: This guy's sneaky enough to do that. But he's also smart enough to be like, I already told you guys. But he's going to say it in the middle
0: of a conversation. I remember guys, it now, so actually. It. it was basketball. And he had a rebounds counting for like two points of rebound. Jesus. So he was drafting like all big men. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, this guy doesn't even score points. What are you doing? <laughs> it was because rebounds counted for two points. Wow. Yeah. So I, I think he had like Ben Wallace and right. You have Ben Wallace on a fantasy team. <laughs> Kevin what Love would doing? destroy it. That the <laughs> yeah. Minnesota days. Yeah. That's what it was long time ago. though. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you're telling yeah, that. That would Tuesday. be nuts.
1: So <laughs> the truth of not paying attention to college or NBA, even though I've tried with NBA basketball or fantasy basketball, my next two is one. I'm addicted to coffee. I can't stop drinking it every oh, morning, every single morning. And i even i even have a coffee pot at home and it's like oh you're and you're buying it that's the worst part is because like i go to make yeah. it i was like this coffee tastes like shit i'll just go to casey's and get it because there i know it's good i think that's so many people though and honestly. i don't know why
0: it's, like i don't know what addictive. type of i don't know what type of coffee blend i'm buying to where it's like did you know that if you do something for two weeks straight it becomes a habit no shit yeah yeah, a lot of people don't realize that. So if you just work out every day for two weeks, it becomes a habit. Now it's part of your routine. Huh. That's what you've done with coffee. You've <laughs> made that morning Casey stop part of your routine.
1: Do you, you know who I can honestly blame on that? You. <laughs> don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I'm 100% putting it on you. <laughs> Man. Casey's Pizza is just so good. Freaking Casey's Breakfast Pizza is the best. All this crazy shit happens at Casey's. Should have been there. Oh, yeah. I'm there every morning. (laughs) Now I'm like, I want to see crazy shit. I want to see something happen. Instead, I watch this dude pull up in this big-ass, creepy red van, hop out, and he's like a four-foot little dude. And I'm like, uh. (laughs) (laughs) Four-foot little dude. (laughs) (laughs) got to be respectful. But I was really like, what the hell is this guy doing driving this? And it's just him. It's like a 15-passenger, 1970-type of van. No, I just saw it this morning. About it. I started dying laughing when he backed the thing up and went to drive forward and like
0: waved me to let me walk across the park. I actually have changed my route that I will drive a little bit out of my way to go to a different KC. Because the one that you were talking about that our listeners have no clue about is not good. What's the intersection for people who are in Joplin? It's at Main and like A Street, B Street. Yeah, it's just. I
1: think it's the only Casey's on Main Street.
0: It, except for the one that's way north where I go. To Stone's Corner? I go all the way to Stone's Corner out of my way and then come to work.
1: You know what? I, that Casey's is almost perfect, except for the air pump is never fucking in service. Never. Because <laughs> it's like, I'm going to go home and visit my family. I need to air up my tire. Oh. Uh-huh. Can't. And it's like, son of a bitch. You can't. But it's also perfect when you don't have to worry about your tires being aired up because it's right there on your way in and out of Joplin. Uh And then there's a Sonic on the other side. Like, I'm going to hit that up for happy hour. What's up? I'm on my way to Liberal. You just make the whole loop in the traffic circle. I sure do. Dude, the (laughs) other day, here's a tell the truth. This will be my last one (laughs) because I thought this was fucking hilarious and amazing. I took that loop twice. Just for the shits and giggles. Just all by myself. (laughs) <laughs> and I am just giggling like a fucking schoolgirl, just like, <laughs> just driving around in a circle. And I did it twice. And I was like, God, I cannot wait to tell Mello about this. And I don't know why. I, mean, I'm, there's nothing I don't know for, why you're proud of <laughs> I don't either. But man, I thought it was hilarious. It's because it's something that's it like one of those things, like I've always wanted to try and do this. And I was like, fuck <laughs> it. I'm going to do it. I'm oh, going to
0: do it. Today's the, the day. I, uh, okay. So like traffic circles have obviously been around for a long time. I can remember in high school, I don't know how to say this and be just politically correct. So I'm just going to speak my truth here. I was on a basketball team with one of those kids who like, he couldn't watch TV uh, for religious reasons. Mm -hmm. They were the long skirts, whatever. He had not been exposed to a lot of things in life, but he did have his driver's license. He was 16 years old. He could drive and we were playing in a basketball tournament in another town, but we had like a two hour gap or something between games so we're like we're gonna run to wendy's get something to eat real quick and then we'll come back for our game the wendy's was on a traffic circle homie enters the traffic circle <laughs> doesn't know how to get out of it <laughs> so once we're in it there's like a group of eight boys on a basketball team in a suburban we took just lap after lap and we're all trying to yell at him at the same time and be like, just take the road like just exit turn off the thing he did he didn't know it mind-fucked him, and he thought he just had to keep going in a circle. I'm nice. telling you, we did five, six, seven laps <laughs> around a fucking traffic circle. Do you know how dizzy <laughs> that makes you? Now, you've done two recently. Imagine doing like eight. <laughs> it also being hungry and tired and being yeah. like, just take the fucking turn. <laughs> Get off this traffic uh, circle.
1: <laughs> We've been in the circle for an hour. Isn't that one of the Christmas Vacation movie? Or one of them? I don't know. I think there's several. Where they like go visit something? I think like overseas, or maybe it's the same. Oh, yeah,
0: just a original family vacation? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie.
1: Because he's like, oh, look, it's like I don't know. I'm just gonna say Saffol Tower and like. As an example, he's uh-huh. like, Look, it's the Eiffel Tower. And they just keep going around this loop. And then it shows them, like, during the day, like, at night, it becomes day again. <laughs> and this dude's just freaking. That's how cause it he felt. can't get out. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Also, tell the truth, Tuesday. I get super car sick. Yeah, you do. So, me sitting in the back of a suburban, tired from playing basketball hungry have no. no food in my system and this motherfucker is taking eight laps on the traffic <laughs> circle i was ready to kill him I'm literally ready to kill him i don't lose my temper very at much. least
1: you would have known he went to heaven because he doesn't watch tv
0: <laughs> exactly uh, that's it for us today we we'll on that note don't forget about our great sponsor roper kia to end the show here if you mention us here at mic'd up they will give you one thousand dollars off your nicer newer ride big country and i will be back on january 3rd breaking down everything that's happened so much is going to happen between now and then but we'll still be right here on the call in app you can download it c-a-l-l-i-n and we're live most weekdays except for this little vacay that we're taking right here at 10 a.m central time again in the call in app we thank you guys for joining us merry christmas happy holidays happy new year